Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Talk Witchcraft podcast where I will be talking about practicing witchcraft as you follow the lunar cycle and set your intentions, take action, celebrate, and release. You're listening to Talk Witchcraft, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft as a lifestyle and discover how to merge magic into your daily life. Every week, we'll demystify witchy topics like tarot, astrology, crystals, herbs, and more as you develop your personal brand of magic and create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Maggie Hazeman. So this episode is all about the moon, and I want to start by talking about the different ways that you can divide the lunar cycle in order to create structure in your witchcraft practice. So the first and probably the simplest way to follow the lunar cycle is to simply pay attention to when the moon is waxing or getting bigger, growing, and when the moon is waning or shrinking, getting smaller. And then in that, there's two turning points. The new moon, where the moon changes from shrinking to growing, and the full moon, where the moon changes from growing to shrinking. And this is really simple because when the moon is getting larger, you can think about your magic in terms of growth, attraction, and increase. You can ask yourself what you want to draw more of into your life. Think about what you want to nurture in your personality to encourage it to become stronger. And so the waxing half of the cycle begins as this barely detectable sliver at the new moon, and over the next few days that sliver grows during the crescent moon phase. The midpoint is when we see the half moon, or the first quarter moon, or waxing half moon, different names for the same thing. This is when the illuminated half is on the right side of the moon and the shadowed half is on the left. There's the waxing gibbous phase. It is named for this bulging appearance of the moon. It's continuing to grow towards that fully illuminated circle that we call the full moon. And then we have the waning half of the cycle, which begins just after the full moon or at the full moon. And during the waning half, you simply think about magic that is declining or banishing and releasing. So what are things that are holding you back? What can you let go of? What in your life is causing you pain or challenging you? What sort of obstacles do you need to remove? So there is the waning gibbous moon that occurs right after the full moon, and then the waning half moon or the third quarter moon. That is when The light half of the moon is on the left side of the moon, and the shadowed half is on the right. And then more and more of the moon is covered in shadow as it wanes back to a crescent moon and finally disappears into the dark days. So then there's this window of time before the moon is visible again. And that's, as I said, the dark days. And the cycle begins again when the sliver of moon returns. So you can also look at the lunar cycle in terms of quarters, and each quarter is about a week long. And so your first week would be the week that the new moon occurs in, and you would do first quarter activities, new moon activities, like intention setting. And so anytime that you have 
a chance because we are busy modern witches that we have to struck we have to find time for our witchcraft practice anytime you have a chance during that first quarter that first week of the lunar cycle you would do your intention setting then the second quarter would be the next week when there is the first quarter moon um, or the waxing half moon is another name for it and in that week you would take action and you'd push past any obstacles that are coming up. So whatever your intention that you set at the new moon, now you're going to take action and anything that is um, standing in your way, you're just going to push past it. Don't let it slow you down. The third week or the third quarter will be when the full moon occurs. And during that quarter, the third quarter, you will be celebrating, you'll be harvesting the blessings, and you'll be storing all of that energy up for later when you might not be feeling so energized. And then the fourth quarter is the fourth week, and in that week, usually, the um, waning half moon will occur, and you can do fourth quarter activities where you are releasing banishing those obstacles that you pushed past so that they don't come up for you again in a future cycle. Now, the lunar cycle lasts 29.5 days, but four weeks is 28 days, so there is this lag time of this sort of fifth quarter that we call the dark days or the dark moon, and this is a rest period where you can reflect on what you learned during that cycle and you can make plans for what you're going to do in the next lunar cycle. And it's not perfect. Sometimes the new moon and the first quarter moon occur in the same week, so you kind of have to pay attention to when these things happen and adjust and be flexible. But for the most part, you'll see that this is a pattern that for in the over the course of four weeks, one of these major transition phases occurs. But I think if you're just getting started with working with lunar energy, then the most important things to pay attention to are when the new moon is and when the full moon is because these are uh, transition points between growth and decline or attraction and banishment. So starting to pay attention to when those events happen, that will be really helpful as you're getting acquainted with lunar energy. Now you may know, if you've been following Mumbles and Things for some time, that the Mumbles and Things membership program is structured around the zodiac seasons and the solar cycles. So when the sun is traveling through each of the zodiac signs according to the tropical astrology system, and the sun just entered into Virgo, and that is one reason that I wanted to talk to you about the moon during this time, at the time of this recording. You see, Virgo energy is all about structure and routine and health and wellness, and the moon is one way that I have been able to not only structure my witchcraft practice, but also structure my mundane life. So in the mumbleship during Virgo season, we are going to be learning about using the moon to provide structure for magic and mundane. And I'll be adding some lessons about the moon to Mumbles Academy over the next couple of weeks. You may also know that for the last two years, I've led a year-long moon course with an accompanying planner. And each year, 
I start talking about it about now to get people ready so that I um, to enroll in it and so that I know how many planners I need to create and all sorts of things like that. I just need a chance to uh, prepare. So this year is no different. I'm going to start talking about it, but there are some changes, things that I've learned based on previous years. I'm always trying to improve. And one of the changes for the 2021 lunar moon circle is that I'm actually going to be merging it into the membership. So starting at Yule, the cost of these programs will be merged into one, and therefore the membership monthly fee or quarterly or yearly, depending on how you enroll, will also be increasing in order to accommodate merging of these two programs that I offer. And so if you're already a member before that point, before Yule or the winter solstice, you'll keep your same monthly rate. And anyone who joins before Yule will also get this lower rate for as long as they remain a member. So if you are interested at all in joining the Mumbleship, then this is a really good opportunity at any point in the next few months to join us so that you can keep that lower rate because it is going to go up, as I said. Now, if you're currently a Moon Circle student only and not a member of the membership, you will have access to for life to the lessons, to the meditations, and any additional resources from the year that you took the course as promised. So you don't need to worry about losing access to that if you're not a member. But if you want to continue with those New Moon chats, then you'll need to join the membership so that you can hang out with me some more every New Moon. So I want to share some more about what the moon circle is and how this structure is going to influence the mumbleship and what you'll get out of the mumbleship. And in doing so, let's talk a little bit more about the moon. We've kind of talked about all of the, um, we've talked about these two different ways to look at the structure of the lunar cycle and how to bring that structure into your magical practice, into your witchcraft. And so one other way to look at the lunar cycle is to actually divide it into eights and to look at each of the eight phases of the lunar cycle. And in the Mumbleship, as I mentioned, there's the moon magic course is being added. And depending on when you listen to this, it might already be there. But the first chapter is about the waxing phases. And we go into detail about what kind of magic to do at each of these phases. There is spell options and ideas. There are rituals that you can use at each of these phases. And so there's you know, four lessons in that first chapter about the waxing phases. So at the new moon, this is when we begin this is the, a pretty common place to begin the lunar cycle, as we've talked about with the other two methods of looking at the lunar cycle, because this is when most witches set intentions. So a lot of the things that you might want to do in your life will probably take about 30 days to accomplish, depending on what they are. And so the lunar cycle is a really good time teller. It gives you this way to track approximately 30 days or a month, which science tells us is a perfect amount of time to build new habits into your life, is to do something for 30 days. And so at the new moon, if you set an intention for something that you want to add into your life, and then for the rest of the cycle you keep focusing on that goal, then by the end of that cycle, it's very likely that that will be something that you've brought into your life. 
Obviously, again, it depends on what it is. There are certain things that will take longer than a month. Generally, that's what I've found with the lunar cycle is that these 30 days are really a good structure for bringing something into your life and letting go of the things that are holding you back from bringing that into your life. So again, the new moon is when we set intentions. And part of the moon circle and what will become part of the mumbleship will be chats at the new moon where we will set our intentions together. And this holds you accountable. This gives you this opportunity to tell other people what you're working toward. And that gives you some accountability to, to make sure that you actually do the work. So at the new moon, we'll set intentions because this energy really is all about new beginnings, fresh starts, blank page. You can forget about everything that's in your past for a minute. You can just think about what you hope for the future. There's, it's a um, brand new start, anything that you can imagine. And so you set your intentions. And then in the next lesson, we go in depth about the waxing crescent. And the waxing crescent is where you expand on those intentions. You take initiative towards those intentions by taking action. And that's something we talk about at the intention setting chat where we um, think about what kind of actions we can take soon after because that really gets the ball rolling. It helps you to deepen your resolve in that intention. And then at the first quarter moon, this is the halfway point. And the way that I think about this energy is that it's sort of like a bell curve from the new from new moon to new moon with the full moon at the peak. So at the new moon, your energy is um, just about to start increasing. And then by the waxing crescent, it is increasing exponentially. And you can see a visual of this in the show notes if you go to mumblesandthings.com slash blog slash 017. But there's an exponential increase of of energy, of, of this action-taking energy right at the waxing crescent. By the time we get to the first quarter moon, it becomes a linear line straight um, diagonally. So it's a x equals y equation if you're a math person. And it becomes a straight, steady increase of energy. So it's still increasing. We're still attracting during the waxing phases, but it's much steadier at the first quarter moon, which gives you that momentum to push past your obstacles. So things, there might be challenges that come up. There might be decisions that you have to make. And at this point, you're not letting those hold you back. You're just pushing past them. You'll think about them later. And with a steady energy, you're moving forward. And at the first quarter, we'll have another chat. Depending on the year, this year, it's been at the first quarter that we have been having our office hours, but it'll, it changes depending on the way that the everything's aligned. So um, in the future, the first quarter moon might be the master class, but right now the quarter moons are, are office hours where you can ask questions and the master class for the season, which is aligned with the zodiac season, the solar cycle. So at this first quarter, you'll have an opportunity to talk to people and get ideas about how to push past these obstacles if, um, if that's something that you are finding is coming up for you. And then by the time we get to the waxing gibbous, the line starts to curve back. So it's still an increase, it's still an, a growth curve, but it is slowing down as we approach the full moon. And so there's at the waxing gibbous, this is a time to kind of refine 
yourself because the it might be messy pushing past all those obstacles and when you get to the waxing gibbous you need to refocus and realign yourself with what the goal is and then at the full moon that is the peak of the bell curve so that is peak lunar energy and it is a transition so you start by celebrating you celebrate everything in your life that is what you want to see through expressing gratitude and thanks and at the same time you're preparing for the release so you're thinking about what you're wanting to let go of and you do a release ritual and so this is another opportunity for us to come together in the membership um, starting after Yule this will be the structure of having another chat at or around the full moon the week of the full moon and you have this chance to um, come together with the people in the community, in our Mumbleship community, and celebrate things, to talk about all the things you're excited about, and to kind of brainstorm releasing. And then uh, now it's kind of the reverse. So the waning gibbous is a declining energy opposite of the waxing gibbous. So the waning gibbous, it's declining energy because now we're waning. And this is when you kind of take in and store all of that energy you had from the full moon you're beginning to reflect on what happened because of what has happened so far you're giving yourself a chance to think about how things worked out and then you're moving into the last quarter moon which is a, a linear decline in the opposite direction of the first quarter moon and this is when you are actually going to release those obstacles so you'll think back to the obstacles and challenges that came up for you and this is the time to release them at the last quarter moon and again there will be another chat in the mumbleship that you'll have an opportunity to come together as a community chat with each other and with me and get help with whatever is going on what you're trying to release and tips for getting past things that are challenging you. And oftentimes people have had similar experiences and they'll be able to support you in that way. Then we have the waning crescent and this is a exponential decrease of energy. So we see a bigger decline and because of that the waning crescent moon is the best time to do banishing. So if there's something that's really sticky during the last quarter, maybe you tried to release something which is a much gentler form of um, banishment and it just seems to be really sticky. At the waning crescent, you can try banishing, which is stronger. It's a much stronger way to remove something. And so you can use that time to banish and to start to relax and reflect. And then we also have this time called the dark moon, which I mentioned previously, which is really a time for rest and reflection. You're thinking about the cycle that we just completed and you're thinking about what you learned, what you want to bring with you into the next cycle, things that you want to leave behind that you don't want to bring with you anymore that you're going to leave behind in the previous cycle. And so it's just an opportunity to reflect on that. And in the planner, there are reflection questions. And we go over those during the new moon ritual. So we think we have this, that's kind of to hold you accountable so that you actually are taking that time to reflect instead of, you know, just going through life and not really 
looking at what you're learning. The dark moon is this time to reflect. You get this chance to talk about that and to do that exercise with other mumblers. And, um, and that's just all about accountability. I feel like that's my role is to hold the space for you to do what you need to do in your practice. And of course, these are all suggestions and, and options, things that I know that I like have learned for my practice and things that I have learned that students of the moon circle have liked um, getting feedback from people in the moon circle. And so, of course, it's optional, but it really is a good system to help you to reflect on your growth and to take what you need and leave behind what isn't helping you. And so the first two chapters of that moon, moon magic course that I mentioned that is inside of the mumbleship, those are focused on going into depth on each of these eight phases. And then the remaining three chapters in the course are all about, the, the third chapter is about celestial phenomena, so different like lunar events, eclipses, retrogrades, the supermoon, um, blue moons, and also how this goes with the solar cycle. How do we balance the lunar cycle and the solar cycle? And that's part of why I'm really excited about the moon circle merging with the mumbleship because it, it feels odd for me to think about them as separate because in my practice they go together. They're, they balance each other out. And so I really wanted to merge them and show students of the Mumbles Academy um, how how you can merge your solar cycle energies with your lunar cycle energies. So we talk about that, we talk about the archetypes of the zodiac signs, and, um, and then in chapter four it's more about your everyday moon magic, how to bring that into your day-to-day -day life through creating moon altars, how to set intentions, what kind of actions to take and, and how to actually take the actions, the importance of gratitude as well, which is what we do at the full moon, and then the concept of like limiting beliefs, how to release these, how these hold you back. And then finally, chapter five is about using the planner. So that planner that I mentioned that is going to be really the structure of the Mumbles Academy from Yule on is, uh, so chapter five is all how to use that, how to use this structure of the lunar cycle and then solar cycle and um, these different times to begin reflecting and how to incorporate the lunar cycle into your cleaning schedule and, and all sorts of things like that and um, putting that in your planner. So that is the whole course that's available in Mumbles Academy and I hope that you learned a lot about moon magic in this episode because the moon was really transformative in my witchcraft practice. It really helped me to understand how to structure magic and how to be in flow with the universe um, because it showed me how my energy changes throughout a month and how that happens, which I have talked about in previous episodes as well. And I also just want to invite you that you can go deeper with me and with the other students of Mumbles Academy to really connect with the moon through joining the Mumbleship and um, especially by joining soon before that price goes up because you can take advantage of that lower price and then still get all of this that future members will be getting at that higher price. Now I came up with this idea earlier this year because I noticed how big the current 
year-long moon circle planner is. It's like 300 pages long and it's just really, it's not very practical for a planner. I really had to force myself to use it and I imagine my students were having a hard time using the planner daily because it was just too big. You can't, it's hard to carry it around with you. So I'm going to change this planner instead of being a year-long planner, it will be a quarterly planner. So it'll be um, from each of, from solstice to equinox, equinox to solstice, solstice to equinox, equinox to solstice, until I get tired of doing it this way and I change it again because I love doing new things differently sometimes. So it might change in the future as well. But for the foreseeable future, I plan on doing it as a quarterly planner instead of a yearly planner. And all members will receive the digital version of the planner that you can print at home. You can get it printed professionally if you prefer. There's also digital planner apps that you can use that it'll be structured for that I've been learning about creating digital planners. So if you have the capability, and I'll teach you all of that of course, then you will be able to use it as a digital planner on like a tablet of some kind. So again, this will, is included in the membership, but there's also an option to buy the professionally bound physical printed copy so you don't need to print it for yourself or if you don't like using digital planners. And so that will just be an extra cost to cover shipping and printing. So if you want like a physical copy, then that'll be an option as well. But I'm really excited about these changes. I think it'll be much simpler for myself and for members because I know some people, especially those that were members of both the Mumbleship and the Moon Circle, were having to split their attention between two different locations to find all of their various lessons. And so it's going to simplify everything. It's just all going to be part of one monthly or yearly or quarterly fee, depending on how you enroll. Just much simpler, everything in one place. So I wanted to share that. I wanted to share what's coming up and some ways that you can engage with the moon for more, uh, more guidance. So if you want access to those new moon chats, full moon chats, quarter moon chats, that's you know four different opportunities to hang out with me and other members of the Mumbleship and chat about witchcraft, get refocused on what you're trying to do with your life, then this is the time to do it. And I'm just really excited about the direction that Mumbles Academy is going and how we are incorporating the, so the solar cycle and the lunar cycle and it's just all beautiful. So that is everything I have for you for this week. We talked about different ways to look at the lunar cycle. We looked at a really simple method of just looking at the waxing and waning halves. We looked at um, how to divide the lunar cycle into quarters by, by dividing it into four week long periods. And then we looked at each of the eight main lunar phases in detail. I also talked to you about the mumble ship, Mumbles Academy, and the Moon Circle, and the future of these programs, which I'm super excited about. And I told you about the Moon Magic course and everything that's included in that. And I wanted to give you that opportunity to join before I increase the prices because I just wanted you to know. So if you've been thinking about joining, then this is the time because you can lock in those lower monthly fees for the full time that you're a member. So you can find out more about this episode. You can see all of these phases outlined by going to mumblesandthings.com slash blog slash 
0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-